MoneyWeb now on the money. Also available on podcast. The show is brought to you by Stanlip. Visit stanlip.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlip Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. I'm chatting with Kevin Brady, CEO of A2X. Kevin, appreciate the time, as always. If my memory, if my memory serves, it was September last year, the first time you went through a, a billion in value. In fact, you went all the way up to three-odd billion. Has that held during 2022? So you have a very good memory. That is correct. September last year, we, <laughs> we set a record. Um, so what's interesting is that we faced a bit of headwinds early in, in 2022, mm-hmm. and that really surrounded an engagement with the regulator and with the, the incumbent exchange around what we refer to as the two exchanges, one broker's note uh, discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm very encouraged, although it created some headwinds, it was resolved very quickly, um, and that unlock the volume again. So what we found is we had a little bit of a dip go down March, April, and then those volumes kicked up very nicely. And in fact, September this year was a new record for us. And yes, we're seeing our, our volumes hold nicely above that $3 billion level now. You talked uh, to, uh, two exchanges, one broken note, and, and that comes back to me. Ultimately, this comes back to best execution. We'll get to that in a second. But that means I do the trade. In essence, it's agnostic where it trades, and I just get a note from a broker that says I've bought 100 of whatever share. That is correct. So you're quite correct. When when the broker gets an order, their duty is best execution, get the best result for their client. And ultimately, it means buying it where you can get the best price and the appropriate liquidity. Um, and it might land up buying across the two markets. And you're absolutely right. The broker then just provides them with one note saying, I've achieved best execution. And so because of the structure of the market, uh, it does require a, a, a degree of interoperability mm-hmm. and i think having overcome that hurdle has been a, a big step forward for for the exchange industry but it needs to go further so yes it's a good step there's a lot more we need to do there and i think that also bodes well for the future you say there's a lot more we need to do what's still on your on your on your list of of, <laughs> of, of wants well, well, around the interoperability, I think it's a bit limited at the moment. Um, so it really is quite niched as to when a broker has that ability to book the single note. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are working with you know the regulator and, and, and with the industry participants to say this needs to be much broader. Otherwise, what you're finding is it's not actually achieving the objective that everyone wants it to achieve. I mean, in essence, yeah. I mean, there's the incumbent exchange, and then you're kind of the, the groundbreaker, and us, you're not you're not setting up the rules as you go along. You're setting up the processes, sort of in real time. And in I don't know, five years, ten years time, we're going to look at an environment where it's all smooth. But at this point, it's kind of happening day to day. That, that that's quite correct. So yes, you you need to navigate the existing infrastructure and outdated regulation, which does make it particularly difficult. Mm-hmm. But having said that, you know, with the support we've had both from the listing side, from the brokers, uh, from the regulator, um, it's you know we've managed to move it forward. Uh, and as I say, ultimately we want to be in an, an environment that there's a level and a fair playing field. Um, and an efficient mm. growing market. You mentioned best execution. I know we have chatted about it. I know it got delayed. Has it rolled out? Any update on that? 
So it hasn't rolled out. You're quite right. We saw the last time we saw a draft was back in June 2020. Mm. Um, I do think it got kind of tripped up a bit with COVID. We are expecting uh, what they refer to as a conduct standards for market infrastructure to be released in the first quarter of next year. And our understanding is that will include best execution. Okay, okay. So it is. It, it's on the agenda. And it's coming. It's still. It still is going to be coming in a sense. How many listings yes. do you have these days? So we've yeah we've had a very good year actually. Yeah. Um, so we've met, we've listed thirty seven securities since the beginning of twenty twenty two, adding about eight hundred billion in combined market cap, um, and that takes us to a total of ninety three securities with a combined market cap of around about five point seven trillion. Um, but really what's been wonderful for us is we picked up a lot of top 40 companies, um, six to be precise, of which the, the last one we listed was, was, was Woolies just a few days ago. Uh, we've done very well in the REITs sector, and we've just picked up some really good names, you know, Truworth, Life Healthcare, Pick and Pay, Nedbank, Remgro, Discovery, Impala. So we've just, we've just had a very good run, and I think it's really been driven by the fact that um, – the more we ha- the more listings we have, the more confidence it creates, and people are really starting to see the benefits of having a secondary listing, and that's filtering through. and, and I, It looks never easy, but it's definitely getting easier. What is that listing process? I mean, are you phoning up the missing companies, or are, are, are stockbrokers phoning up the missing? Or, or do you sit back and wait for them to ring you? Um, well, I look forward to that day. <laughs> no, very much so. We're on the front foot. We're knocking on the doors. We're using our contacts, and we're using existing issuers um, to leverage ourselves into the ones that are not listed already. Uh, so it is a knocking on the door. It's a convincing the, the executive of that company of the merits. They then take it to their board for approval. So it's not a, it's not an easy process. Um, but as I say, what we're finding is the confidence is there, the belief is there, the, the people are seeing the, the merits of it, um, and it's working a lot more, uh, quite smoothly now. I mean, my sense is the, the, the merits are quite strong. I mean, particularly if I can get uh, a better pricing. We've spoken before that that better pricing simply comes because of, of, of lower fees. I mean, are you able to share some of the some of the concerns? I mean, why would why, I don't understand why a listed company would say thanks, but no. I suppose is what I'm saying. Well, yes, that's a good, a very good question. So what we find, actually, is it's, it's less – but once you get through the door, actually, uh, there's a very high success rate. Okay. I think there's a general perception, right, that when, an ex- when you, get, you hear from an exchange, it means costs and it means regulation. Mm-hmm. Once you can get through that and say, no, we're a secondary exchange, uh, there's no cost, there's no regulation, um, there's no risk to you, uh, but yet it's really good for your shareholders. So a lot of this is education. Um, and mm. both the education we put out there, word of mouth, um, but that's really the biggest. The biggest thing we confront is that we need to educate people um, to get it through. And secondly, it's just the priority thing. So we've we've no, never had you. any hard no's. We've just had not now. <laughs> yeah, get back to us next year. Because I mean, of course, regulation all happens at the incumbent level in terms of sense, and all of that happens there. In, in terms of cost, I mean, is is there no fee for an issuer to be on your exchange? There's absolutely no fee. There's no cost to list or to remain listed. Um, Yeah, so it's it's literally it's a two-page document. It really just is authority. Mm -hmm. Um, As as you're well aware, in most countries they have actually the alternative trading model, and so you wouldn't even need the issuer's authority. South Africa is quite unique in that until we change the regulation, and it is coming. 
we need their authority. So it definitely puts you kind of like uh, back a few steps. But as I say, we, we've got this nice momentum, and, and I think there's a lot of support for competition. A lot of people are seeing the, the merits of, of what A2X has to provide. We'll leave it there. That's Kevin Brady, uh, CEO of A2X. Kevin, always appreciate the time and the insights. The show is brought to you by Stanlip. Visit stanlip.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlip Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.